Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler, and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back to It's All Her, our second episode this week in collaboration with TikTok ahead of the TikTok Awards in December. Today, I'm chatting with Maddie McRae, who has had a meteoric rise to online fame, gaining over 3 million followers across TikTok and Instagram in just two years. Her skits on all things sex, single life, and convincing some of her audience that she actually has a twin have seen her receive a nomination for this year's TikTok Comedy Creator of the Year Award. Now, the link to vote for Maddie is in our show notes as well, so please go and vote for her after this episode. Here's my chat with the hilarious Maddie McRae. Maddie, thanks so much for joining us on It's All Her ahead of the TikTok Australia Awards. You're nominated. How exciting. Yeah, really exciting. I'm mostly shocked and just thrilled to be there, really. I'm practicing my gracious loser face just in case. (laughs) It's like that Friends episode where Joey doesn't win the soap award. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I'm taking all my pointers from that episode. Exactly. (laughs) So tell me about sort of your early life and aspirations. Have you always had the sort of drive to be a performer? Yes, it's definitely been there. When I grew up, I was a dancer, and so I, I spent most of my my um, younger years as a uh, in dancing school up until I think I was the age, I think I was like 16 or 17 when I started focusing more on, on high school at the time. And so, like, I let that go as a hobby, but I've always been a performer. And mm-hmm. during high school, I was studying drama. Like, that was one of my um, HSC subjects, um, and I, I've always wanted to work in the creative creative space when I when I left high school I didn't think acting because I'm an actor um I didn't think it was a viable career I I think it'd been ingrained in me that I had to get a real job that wasn't creative um and that was financially uh secure and so I went to university to study communications that had kind of like a production background so that was still a little bit creative um and then it wasn't until after I finished that degree that I was like no I really want to be an actor I went and studied acting but see acting is such a difficult job and it's so hard to get into this industry that I'm so grateful for what I have on TikTok because mm. I don't think like without this platform and without even like I don't want to say I'm grateful for the lockdown because that was a tough time but without having that opportunity where I was really bored unemployed yeah with all of this training in editing for my first degree and also for my acting, like it's just kind of became this like crazy um, like t- time and like this pressure point where I was just like so craved for being creative that this platform mm. gave me this opportunity to do that. It was so crazy. Yeah, that's a big backstory. I think I just gave you my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I my background is in acting as well and I completely... Yes understand everything you're saying tiktok feels like it's its own little industry like its own 
echo chamber (laughs) yeah we're just stuck in it and it's so different yeah it really does um but I'm I'm you know as much as I get stuck in a doom scroll like we all do you know on the couch before going to I do really love TikTok and also the opportunities it's opened up for me and other people because I think Mm -hmm. and especially like through COVID as well it's really highlighted the power of being relatable and like you know we, we, we always idolize these celebrities but then everything shifted, I think, when the world kind of went um, into this pandemic and we realized how separated we were from these celebrities. And so to be able to like relate to somebody just turning on a camera and filming like them scaring their wife in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so um, lo-fi. It's mm. been great. And I just think it's opened up the world for so much entertainment and education as well. Like I, I use TikTok all the time. It's like a, it's a reliable yeah resource so when I'm researching something it's TikTok (laughs) (laughs) tell me about how how quickly did your audience grow on TikTok it exploded I started in July 2021 so the second lockdown and I was just doing like little lip syncing videos just for fun and from July until December so like four months, I think I'd gained around 60,000 followers, which is still great. I think that that like, was a yeah. great achievement. But then I posted my uh, video in February of 2022 last year, which was my first stomach video. I do a series in the stomach where I yeah. play food and alcohol. And I, uh, I posted this video where I was like the bouncer at the stomach and I was interviewing the first guest, which was a slice of bread. And it was like the carbs you drink before a big night of drinking and all the alcohol kind of comes in. It was the first time I did that kind of format. And that video like changed my life, changed my life. Crazy. That video got 22 million views. And in the space of a month, I think I hit like half, maybe like 300,000 followers. And by September of that year, after like a consecutive amount of making videos like that, I'd hit a million followers on TikTok. So in a year on the platform, I'd I'd had a million followers. Yeah. And it feels like um, Instagram just doesn't offer that opportunity for reach. It is now. It is now. Yeah. I'm finding the same. I, like my audience is uh, mostly women aged between 25 and 40 and I feel like I do have a younger like there are some in the younger demographic but I feel like those women are on Instagram even though like they're on TikTok I feel like they're on Instagram so I'm still having good reach on Instagram but I do see in other creators like that I have never gone I've never had 22 million views on Instagram though so you're right like that kind of virality is not achievable on that platform you can go viral but not in that way Um, but I think Reels has really changed the reach game for um mm. for, reach, on, for reach on Instagram but yes TikTok it absolutely goes bananas like there are people who mm. are getting billions of views it's crazy tell me about the opportunities that it's opened up for you within the mainstream media space it's still happening I still feel like that that door is still kind of like you know it's hard being an actor obviously yeah. like casting you still have to get in the room like it's got to be in the room you know, because there's the in the casting process, which you would know, you know, your agent, the casting director sends out a brief, sends it to agents. Agents will say who they think is is um, suitable for the role. And then the casting director decides if they want to see you or not. 
and mm. I wasn't getting in the room. My agent was submitting me, but I wasn't getting in the audition room. And so now I am, you know, I think that it's been really great to be like, well, I've got, you know, across all of my platforms, I've got 3 million followers. So um, yeah. I'd love to maybe get, a, maybe have an audition for this role, please. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> now getting the job, that's a different story. That's a different skill altogether. But like actually getting in the room has been an enormous thing. Um, but then even I've had some opportunities through TikTok in a more like um, a presenter opportunity. I was given a podcast opportunity. So I now have a podcast, which I've been doing for mm-hmm. a year and a half, um, which I love. And it's a really fun yep. way to give my audience like a longer form uh, piece of media from me, but also to get to know me better because in my skits, I'm just yep. a character. So it's me. Um, but I was able to do some... TikTok media jobs this year like I was flown to New Zealand to interview Jason Momoa for the Fast 10 premiere and we made a TikTok on the red carpet and I was shitting myself so nervous but like (laughs) such a great opportunity like it was a junket interview you know those ones where like they're sitting in a hotel with this massive celebrity I was like what am I doing here so I got that (laughs) opportunity And then I did the TikTok live for the Barbie party when the Barbie cast were here. So I interviewed Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig, Issa Rae and America Ferreira. And that was mind blowing. Um, mm. I will be hosting a part of the red carpet for the TikTok awards as well. So I'm getting these kind of like presenter jobs available to me as well, which is kind of crazy. And so that's opening a whole new door of opportunity in the media world. Cause like if I wanted to go into radio or even television presenting, like I feel like that door and that corridor is open to me now because of TikTok as well. Totally. Tell me a little bit about, is, I mean, do you receive much negativity, trolls, and it's the anonymity that TikTok affords people, I think, oh. that allows them to just really unleash. Do Nobody you experience much? No. In real life, right? They get to keyboard no. warriors, we call them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm a people pleaser and I want people to like me. And mm. I think being on social media, you do have to have a thick skin. Um, sometimes I don't. Like sometimes I can feel really vulnerable. And talking about going that viral as well on TikTok, sometimes going superbly viral is not a great thing because it will find an audience that's not your people. Yeah. Like, you know, twenty out of 22 million people, maybe only a million of those people are people who are have grown up in my world and understand, you know, um, like because sometimes I make skits about dating and about women having sex um, with men that they're not married to, do you know? And so in some circles of the world, that's not acceptable. And so like I can get, and I don't think that I can really blame them, but I can get some, you know, a bit misogynistic comments about being a woman who's open about her sexuality. But I think that I'm also lucky that I do comedy because I can hide it behind a joke. And so if anyone gets really hurt about what I'm saying, it's kind of more on them than it is on me. And so I can kind of be like, well, yeah. that's, if you have an issue about me making a joke about a clitoris. I don't really care about it's that. It's a you problem. And because because I'm hiding yeah. behind a script and a character, I can kind of separate that from myself. But I think the only hate I really get is, uh, yeah, it's mostly from men just not being okay with a woman who's like making fun of them at times, you know, but there's, there's a, there's a rule in comedy 
where you punch up if you've heard of this I don't know punch up is probably not the right term but this is what they what they say is like you yeah 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 you can make fun of people on your kind of socioeconomic level and then people who are above you and like stereotypically men are so I feel like it's fair game I can make fun of you <laughs> I'll make fun of women really? I'll make fun of you guys too <laughs> yeah tell me about your best and worst TikTok trends there's you know, a million and one trends. What are some of your favorites and then some that you just can't stand? There's one, there's one that I really don't like at the moment. And it's so silly. But you know how you get the filter above your head and it will tell you something. Those filters they have on TikTok. Yeah. I there's this thing happening on TikTok I find where people feel like they have to do an intro where they're like, I don't want to know what my goals are next year. Oh my and god, like, yes. Cut the intro. Just get straight into it. We all know you're going to use the filter. Why are you doing this? It's like this weird thing. And I'm like, why? Yeah, what celebrity I look like? <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know which Harry Potter character I am. And then they come up close and they've got the Harry Potter thing cycling. I was like, why do we have the intro? Why are we wasting my time, guys? This is TikTok. We get to it. <laughs> so that one's really bugging me at the moment. But I'm also really loving the um, store-bought pesto stitch at oh, the moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love it. Like I love Susie, the I, I love her. I think she's so funny. Yeah. Um, and I I really love what she does. And I think people are roasting her a little bit. But I also really like that people are like sharing the craziest stuff that's ever happened to them, just because she's got this bite that's like, call me crazy, but I don't like store bought pesto. Yeah. And then people are stitching it, being like, well, this is the great call me crazy. Yeah. But then they're sharing some really wild stuff, and I just love how oh. people have no filter on this app. <laughs> totally I feel like Instagram is still really polished yeah well I mean I post the same stuff on both platforms like I'm not different but I still think that there is definitely a um Instagram uh aesthetic that people because I think that the the way that you can still design your grid and yeah you can even change the cover photo of a reel like that, mm. I find quite funny. People are still trying to make their grid really pretty. And, and like, I'm a sucker for that as well. I'll do it as well. But it's kind of hard when I do comedy skits with my facial expressions to have like a pretty picture <laughs> as my grid. But definitely Instagram is more polished. TikTok, yeah. it's just, yeah, unhinged. People just get on and say wild, the wildest stuff. I was looking through your feed last night and I still think it's so funny that people ask you if you have a twin. Yes. Oh, my God. That was our time. And look, in the beginning, that was kind of like engagement because I was like, this is getting a lot of engagement. People can't figure out if I'm a twin or not. And sometimes I would make a mistake in my edit on purpose because then it would make people like pinpoint that it was wrong and people loved that they could figure it out. They Um, could catch you out. And they're like, oh, she's not a twin. But that was crazy. I've stopped doing those videos because I'm like, I have to stop lying to you. I'm not a twin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were just fun to make. I would just, it was like yeah. a way for me to do the dance trends as well. Cause the dance trends didn't feel organic for me, but I was like, oh, but if I make it a twin video, this could be fun. Yeah. And then yeah. it, it, it made me feel better about doing a dance trend if I at least made it like a twin video. Yeah. yeah but that was really I funny. resisted TikTok for so long because I honestly just thought it was dance trends. No, TikTok, I love having a a doom scroll on TikTok because, I mean, what I view is not comedy. For some reason, I'm on vlog talk and I'm watching people's get ready with me's and like their uh, daily Mm. vlogs. And I'm very much watching makeup tutorials. Like I've I've seen how to do my makeup differently on there. Like you can learn so much on there. Um, People just, just having like a brain dump and just having like a random thought 
and sharing it to the world. Like, I really love it. I think it's a, a fun yeah. time. Like, hoof yeah. cleaning videos is a weird place I'm on at the moment. Watching, uh, you know, I'm never going to have to learn that skill, but I really love watching a farrier cleaner. But you know how to clean a hoof. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, he's got a, he's got a cyst. We've got to, you know, we're going to put a little um, block on there so that the cow can heal. It's, you know, and I'm watching how he's doing it. Good. You better spray your iodine on there. Good. <laughs> I'm on ingrown toe TikTok at the moment. Me too. Why am I so obsessed with that? It's, it's so disgusting, good. but you can't stop watching. No. Tell me about the awards, the award that you're up for. Tell me everything. Yes. So I have been nominated for TikTok Comedy Creator of the Year. So this year they've they've broken it into 10 categories, which I'm really grateful for because I really don't think that I would have had any chance up against some of the Creator of the Year nominations. Um, so uh, before this year, I think this is the third year they've done the Creator Awards. And for the last two years, they just had creator of the year with three nominees. And so then this year we've got 30 nominees for 10 awards. So I've been nominated for comedy creator and I'm up against Jimmy Reese, who is a massive monster in the media industries. And I love his content Mm -hmm. so much. We've been following each other for ages. I just think he's brilliant. And then um, the Reese brothers, who are just these like two larrikin Aussie blokes that do like very Australian humor. So I really love them as well. I'm excited to meet them. I haven't met them yet. And um, it's a, it's a voting, it's a voting thing. So we're having to campaign and get people to vote for us, which has been quite vulnerable to be like, please vote for me. But I'm just really excited. I'm, this is the first time I'm attending the awards as well. I wasn't able to go last year uh, because my sister got married. How rude of her. (laughs) And then the year before I wasn't on TikTok. So this is, it's been really, really crazy. So at It's All Her, we're all about making life simpler and better for women. How yes. do you do that for yourself? I'm a messy girl. I'm a messy yeah. girl at heart. And I've recently embraced that that's part of my personality and I haven't been like making myself feel bad about it. Um, but I've started this practice. This is such an odd, and I've learned this from TikTok actually. Um, have you heard of a concept called the closing shift? Yes. Yeah. This is my new thing that I've had to set up my space so that I have a productive space in the morning because often I'll wake up in my yeah. place and I'm like, not we have to reset. And then it takes you so long to clean it that you don't actually get to, you know what I mean? And we get distracted. Yeah. I get distracted on TikTok. So <laughs> the closing shift is this concept similar to hospitality and retail where you have a um, like a checklist of things to do when you're closing up the shop so that the person who opens the next morning um is prepared for the day and so it's shifting my mentality um before I go to bed that I have to do the closing shift in my apartment and there's a checklist mm-hmm. of things that I have to do including my skincare and my shower my my usual routine but I just tidy mm-hmm. up my space uh at the end of the day so that the next morning the person who opens up shop the next morning which is also me is yeah. prepared for the day um so that's a big thing that I've been doing. Um I've also recently gotten into uh meditation as well. Um I'm an anxiety girl as well. TikTok as as amazing as it is has also um be going so viral and having this huge audience and getting some hate and being a people pleaser and always wanting people to like me. There has yeah. been a bit of anxiety with this job. And so um, meditating and taking time away from my phone has been really important as well to make my life simpler, easier, um, more manageable. Um, yeah. Does that answer the question? 
Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I love the closing shift. It's, it's just so fun. Yeah, it's just yeah. the wording it. of it makes it so better, so much better. Yeah. Up, yeah. Everybody, I'm <laughs> closing up. My dog's there. I'm like, all right, let's pack up. Packing up for the night, Ben. Get your stuff away. <laughs> I love it, Maddie. Good luck for the awards. The links to vote for you will be in our show notes, and I'll see you at the awards. Oh, my God, will you be there? Yay. Yeah, I'm coming up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, maybe I'll interview you because I'll be on the red carpet. So come, yeah. come on the red carpet and we'll have some fun and we'll be live streaming it on TikTok so we can be on TikTok together. Yeah. That would be great. Amazing. Thank you. I look forward to it. I'll see you there. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen. Stay up to date on socials and I will be back in your ears very soon.